Hello, and welcome to another episode of Butterfly Kisses, A Journey of Spiritual Transformation. I am your host, Amy Gray Cunningham, and today I would like for you to welcome Juan Lee. He is an author of Love Made Simple, and he is here to tell us today about why love is the foundation for just about everything in this world. And he has studied a lot about organized religion and how love plays a primary role when it comes to combining or bringing the religions together and bringing people together when it come, when, when there's divisiveness amongst people's beliefs. So Juan, yeah. <laughs> can you expound upon that just a little bit? And Well, I mean, I guess, I guess the, the, the really sum it all up, it's, um, I went on a journey to basically to find out why it was that people of various different religions, um, and it's and it's not just in religions; it's within religions also. It's it's the ability to be able to manifest that the 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 power of love without the divisiveness, without being divided. You know, I was on a journey to find out what do we have in common regardless as to what your religious or differences are. And, and that was basically it. It was basically trying to find that place where we could find ourselves in common. You know, there's so many things that divide us today, but we very rarely look to seek those things that bring us together, that, that we bond, that, that bonds us together. And that commonality with love, it doesn't matter what, where, who, how, we all can relate to that ability to understand we want to be loved and we want to love. And, uh, but the purpose of love is for humanity. You know, the purpose of it is so that we can, we can come together because we're here together in this experience called life that's temporary, that mm -hmm. we all have this understanding that we have a reason for being here. And that reason for being in here is to extend humanity. It's to be able to advance humanity. We're here. We have an investment that we can give to um, humanity to take on to the next generation so that it moves it long down the road. It's very, it was been a very difficult trip, so to speak, for me, because uh, I was at a point in time in my life at maybe uh, 17 years old when I graduated from high school. I was lost. I had no clue as it relates to what this experience I was going through. I was frustrated. I was hopeless. I grew up in a, ha a family with mother and dad. You know, my mom died when I was six. My dad remarried. As my life went through, I struggled. I struggled. I had an undiagnosed learning disability. Mm -hmm. And it put me in a uh, special education. And so when I left, graduated from high school, I was really hopeless. I had no idea as to where to go, no ideas to how. And, and I've been in religion all my life and there was no clarity, any more clarity there having done it than if I had not done it. And I went into the military, left to go into the military, joined the Air Force in the military. And it was in the military where I began to see the attitudes of love in place, put into place when a group of people came together with the same attitude to reach the same mission, to accomplish the same goals. I began to see love become alive because we all were in the uniform, had one goal. And that one goal was to defend the United States of America. 
And it, it took a lot of different attitudes encompassed in that, no matter where we were on that, on that spectrum of that, in that mission, we mm -hmm. all had something to offer. We were all equals. We were all here with the same motive, same, same attitude, same desire, same drive. We all had something in common. And that's life. That was the example that I had, the military showed me about life. And that was that we all have the same thing in common here, guys. We come from different walks of life. We come from different phases, places in life, but we all have the exact same mission. And that is to protect humanity, to protect humanity, that bigger thing that's greater than any of us individually. Because humanity was here before we got here. Humanity, we're having the experience right now. And our whole objective is to how, allow humanity to continue into the past, into the future. And so as we invest into humanity through love, then we allow humanity to continue. Because if we don't, we keep this divisiveness. We, depend, we, we destroy those things that that we have become accustomed to, the things that we've, we've allowed ourselves to appreciate and enjoy for not the next generation. We eliminate that for the next generation because of our selfishness. Mm -hmm. And that's what love eliminates. A love says that you have what everyone needs. And, and we're all here at a particular time for a reason. You know, I have something. And in spite of the fact that when I was growing up, I was compared to someone else because of what I couldn't do, instead of allowing my, my who, what I had, my uniqueness to be able to find out what that was so that I could share that with the world, with humanity. I had, it took me a while to get there. But the fact of the matter is, is that that's what we're all here for, is to share that which we have, those things that are innately on the inside of us, they're gifts, yes. And we have the ability to share those gifts and bring forth, bring ourselves fulfillment, bring that fulfillment of being able to show that we have something to offer. We're just not here by chance. And that's what love does. It allows each of us to be able to share that gift, that ability, that skill, that, that, that innate skill or ability that's in us with each other so that we can share it with the world. Now, love can be kind of an abstract concept for some people. So how do you suggest people share that love? How do you suggest we, Attitudes. we show? Attitudes is the key. Love has attitudes, the list of attitudes that allow us to understand and to, because here again, love is an action yeah. and actions require some type of you've got to be moved to do it and 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 the attitude sets that mood to perform to perform that action that's in benefits humanity and ourselves and so what i'm saying is is that love has particular attitudes that demonstrates exactly what our motivation is and that's mm -hmm. love. So for instance, when I was in the military, one of the major attitudes was sacrifice. If you weren't willing to sacrifice, you were in the wrong place. <laughs> wrong yeah. place. Wrong place, yeah. Love is no different. It requires a sacrifice. You've got to be willing to sacrifice to be able to demonstrate love. That's the action. But now knowing how and when and when is it appropriate to do it and how to do it, that's where you that, that there's a lot to go into the system. Um, I've created a formula that allows you to be able to implement these attitudes that get you to the results that you're looking for. And that results that will get you to not only benefit yourself, but humanity. And that's how you basically gauge the ability of, of this, the formula is because it demonstrates love. It was very interesting. I had an interview 
um, earlier this week and I was speaking with a gentleman that I had listened to one of his previous podcasts and he had actually done three of the C's that I like to say that represent love. And the first thing that he did, he had a situation and that's issue that we all come into in life and life is just a, a multitude of situations and circumstances that you have to un, be able to maneuver. And he had a situation that came up and, and he required him to, to adapt. And that's one of the characteristics, one of the characteristics for love. And I'll give you the three C's they are. It's being a, con, it's being a, uh, a chameleon, it's being a conduit, and it's being a choice. And the first thing that a conduit does, or not a conduit, but a, uh, a chameleon, is that it adapts. Whatever the, the circumstances that confronts you, mm -hmm. it adapts to it. It basically surrenders itself to the situation for the purpose of succeeding. And that's the, the, that's the groundwork for, for love. It's that it succeeds. It moves you to the next phase. And then as the conduit, it allows you to connect one to another, to be touched with one's another situation. And that allows us to flow our gifts back and forth to one of that conduit. And then here's the powerful thing about love. It is that it's a choice. Nobody can stop you from choosing to love. Nobody can cause you, force you to love, but no one can stop you either. And that's the difference maker because it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. If you choose to love, nobody can stop you. And that's exactly what this, this host did. He was in a situation where he had services that he was providing to another agency, another company. And there were one of his, one of the customer's employees that was offended by the title of his name of his company. Interesting. And he, was it was brought to his attention and he chose to change the name of his company. Wow. Chose to take to change the name of his company because one person was offended. He has been in this business for over, I think over 15 years. He had been branded. Wow. And he changed the name of his company because of one person in one contract. And he's been doing this for over 15 years. That's love. Wow. That's love. He took the situation. Yeah. Everybody won. Everybody won because this was offensive to one person. And then he took that opportunity to say, now he said, and I told him, I said, I know that wasn't easy. He said, no, it wasn't. And I said to him, I said, you know what? Nothing worth doing is easy, nothing. But when he made the choice to do it, nobody could stop him. And he made the change. And this just happened in January. This happened this past January and he changed his name rebranded so himself how can love overcome people's beliefs and and strict dogma, dogma when it comes to religion i mean there's you know you believe one way and one way only and if if you veer off that path then you're quote unquote going to go to hell or you know you're you know you're not going to meet jesus and you're not going to go to heaven if you don't believe this particular way well see again that was one of the things that I did in this pursuit is, is that belief and faith are personal. You know, those are personal things that you want. Those are areas that I think everybody has to make that decision for themselves. It's personal. What I, what I intend to pursue or to share 
is the result of what that belief and faith that you have should render. And what it does is, is you know, I told, I said the three seeds of love and the first one was the chameleon. Mm -hmm. The full definition of a chameleon is a person who's, who offers to change his or her belief or behavior in order to please another to succeed. That means I'm going to suffer and sacrifice for the sake of the circumstances so that we can succeed and we can move forward. See, it's not about being divisive. It's not about what I believe and what you believe. It's about what, who's willing to surrender so that we can move forward together. See, it's about humanity moving forward. It's not about me leaving my brother, leaving my sister. It's about us moving together. And when we understand what I believe, if my belief is going to prevent me from being able to move forward, then I'll surrender that for the sake of moving forward. Because here is the point. Like you said, many, that many religions are very dogmatic. And those dogmatic, those religions are the differences between love that separates us. Religion separates us with dogma, but love brings us together because we're willing to move together with one another. We, we're not gonna be dogmatic, we're gonna be pragmatic, but not dogmatic. But that's where a lot of religions have drawn the, drawn the line in the sand and said it's either our way or the highway. Yeah. And that's 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 not what love says. Love doesn't love doesn't love is not exclusive. It's inclusive. And that's the thing that I'm sharing is that love made simple. It should not be difficult, and it's not divisive. It's very inclusive. I love you because you're unique. You're something that I need if I want to be my best self. I need what you have because you're here for a purpose. You have, you're sufficient. You have what is sufficient. You have what is necessary. And you have, and we all together make up this time and space called humanity. And so we're investing all of our gifts and talents into this time so that we can allow humanity to move forward. We only have a temporary time here in this space, mm -hmm. this space, it's temporary, but it was here before we got here, humanity that was, or that is, it's here now. We get to put our stamp on it. And now we allow it to be pushed into the future with our investment into it. That's, that's in a nutshell, um, how we've got to look, like I said, I'm not here to say or suggest anything to anyone who believes anything. And I'm, that's not where I'm trying to pursue. It's not what I'm trying to share. I'm trying to share that um, we have a lot of things and we have something in common. And let's focus on those things that we have in common instead of those things that divide us. Well, I know, you know, with everything that's been going on in the past, year, year and a half, two years with COVID. And I mean, there's all sorts of tension when it comes to political tension and racial tension. And I mean, there's just all sorts of tension, it seems like in, in the world. How can love bring people together? How can we tell people who are, you know, clearly on, on you know, get the vaccination side or not vaccination side or, you know, and then how, how do you, how do you, what can you say to people to help? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think we, we, all of those are situations, okay? But the thing that we all have in common, in spite of all of those situations, is that we are humans. We are humans. Yeah, we are. And we, all we need to do is to impress upon one another 
that we all have something in common. And if we're not going to work together, we're working to separate ourselves. We're working, if we're not coming together, we're going apart, okay? And mm -hmm. so these situations as it relates to politically or the pandemic or the racial tensions and stuff, if we stop and focus on the things that we have in common instead of separating, trying to define all of the things that separate us, mm -hmm. just look for the things that we have in common. See, in the pandemic, I was hoping if we could not see it before, that we would see it now. Because all of the people that thought they were big became little. And all of the people that were little became big. Because everybody has had a need to understand that they can't do this thing without you. They can't do this thing by themselves. And that's the real answer, the real question here is that we're not gonna do this thing called life by ourselves. There is no one in this experience that does it by themselves. I don't care what you do, how you do it. You can be in the biggest house or the smallest house, you need help. You, you cannot do it by yourself. And if you can let that resonate and allow people to understand that this is not a single show and a one man show, we need each other. We have to have each other. That's the only way that we're going to make it is together. What is your spiritual transformation through this? Here's the thing. I am I had I, I grew up as a Christian. I grew up as a Christian. I, you know, I'm I'm still there's no way that I could have gotten to where I am is is then by being a Christian. This is how I got here. Okay. What, I've, what I have done is that I have not allowed religion to define and dictate to me who God or what love is. Mm. Love stands by itself. Love is the key to this experience called life. And I don't allow religion to dictate what that is. It's a relationship that love brings that we all should be able to relate to. There is no one that you need to define it. You don't need to put a face to it, a name to it. It stands alone all by itself. And so when I operate out of that, you can call it what you want to call it. But when it demonstrates, when I demonstrate it to you, you know what it is. And it translates into love. And that's the attitudes that we need to possess. We possess those attitudes. Everybody wins. Everybody comes together. It is a more inclusive, unifying expression that we are after. Because again, if we understand what we have in common and stop focusing on the things that divide us and that we don't have in common, the things that, that we will spend so much time looking for the things that divide us, that the things that are so much more important is what we have in common because we need each other. We don't realize that. And that's what the book is about. The book is about making, allowing you to see that there is unity in love. And that's what it is. We all need each other. I break the book down into areas that, you know, every stage of life, if you're a teenager, a young adult, an adult, a senior, so that you can see that there's a success for in every area of your life. You know, I lacked the fact that there was no guidance. I had no way of knowing what, how to go. And this is why, what, what made me do this because in everything else, there's nothing that's created or made that doesn't have a guide, doesn't have a guidebook for it. You, you buy something that gives you, it gives you instructions, it gives you everything. Life, there is none. Everybody's out here running on it, looking to see how we can do it the best way we know how, with having no clue to as to it. how to do it. How to do it. So we're winging it. And I mean, it old, the, old, the old saying is, just fake it till you make it. That's our life mind and motto. That's mm -hmm. what we do. But when I put, when there's structure in place, something that you can follow, and, and that's what my, my, my formula does, is that it's repeatable. You do this, you plug these attitudes into the formula and it renders itself out to you. 
it gives you the results that's beneficial, not only to yourself, but to humanity. And that's the, and that's the kind of results that anybody should be desiring is to understand that, hey, there is a system that has, for the most part, has gotten a bad rap because nobody even talks about love anymore. I mean, come on now, nobody even talks about it. Everything is so abstract and so, you know, it's interpreted and it's so, so many different things, but it's a system for life. It's that thing that unifies us all. And so when you're able to, to put your head around it and grab hold of it and understand that you possess the power to implement this and nobody can stop you. Nobody, nobody can stop you. So even somebody who has never been shown love or uh, has experienced love from another human being could actually put this formula into action and experience. They can right. recognize they, they can recognize it because innately we we are accept we we accept stuff. We we are we will receive whatever someone gives us. Unfortunately, we've got to understand that we've got to give them love. We've got to give love. They will and there's nobody turning anything down. It's just that we have to be willing to give it. And unfortunately, we're not willing to give something that we ourselves don't have. We can't give what we don't have. And so, and so once we end up, we have to build ourselves up in understanding that, hey, this is something that I need. And once I begin to build these things up in myself, then I will have something to give. Then I will have something because you just can't give what you don't have and you can't give it to the point where it exhausts, you exhaust all of it out of you. It's got to be who you are. It's got to be in you to do. Uh, it's sort of like breathing. You're not working at it. You're not, you know, it's just mm -hmm. happening. And that's what love allows you to do is because when it's in you, you can't fake it. You can't mm -hmm. fake it. And nobody can take it from you because you're willingly giving it. Nobody can steal it. You're giving it. Do you think everybody is innately love? I mean, do you think everybody has the capacity to love, even if they've never been shown love? See, See, this is the thing about love. Love will demonstrate your motivation and it will also, it will tell you about yourself, okay? And this is the real interesting thing about love is that you can love to do wrong just as well as you can love to do right. Mm -hmm. So it's your desire that makes the difference. And in so many cases, that can be the determining factor as to way how people will receive it. Okay, because if you have, if you got some shaky motivations, it will, that will determine whether or not it's truly the kind of love that benefits humanity, or you're trying to play me to get to something that you want for yourself. Mm -hmm. And see, and that's where you've got to be able to understand and allow, nobody can take anything from you if you're freely giving them true love. Because in love, all you want to do is give. You're giving. And, and, and so my motivation is humanity. It's, it's the ability to be able to uplift someone else. You remember, again, back to that chameleon. That's what I want to do. I want to do something so that I can benefit someone else so we can succeed. We can succeed. Mm -hmm. This is not a selfish thing, but unfortunately, when you talk about the motivation, okay, you can be motivated to, to do things. You can love to do things that are ugly, nasty, okay? Yeah. But, the but the only way that you can over overcome that is with good. So even if somebody does decide to do love to do nasty things, you can overpower that with good because it, good will always, or because it's not, there will always be those that want to sabotage, mm -hmm. okay? But the fact of the matter is, is that people change from bad to good before they change from good to bad. Very true. So how did you come up with these, this formula? Well, actually it was something that became very clear to me when I was uh, in the military. 
those characteristics that demonstrated the how what we did to get to the end results mm-hmm. was some attitudes that we all had to have and it really meant that we, it, it took on a lot of different characteristics to get it done and it's what love does it's what love has to do to accomplish that goal and like i said the first one was was sacrifice You've got to lay it out on the line. If you're not sacrificing, you're probably not loving. If there's there's going to be a sacrifice in there. Mm-hmm. And then and then there's humility. You've got to be willing to be a part of something bigger than yourself. You've got to be willing to be, be a part of something bigger yeah. than yourself. And then and then there's there's caring. You've got to be willing, you've got to care for those that are around you. You know, yeah. then you have to be courageous. You have to be courageous because there's going to be times that people are not going to appreciate. You're going to look, you're going to look pretty strange because it's going to be against the norm. Mm-hmm. But then you're going to also have to be responsible. You've got to be willing to be responsible for your actions and be able to, to bear the burden of whatever it is that you because you're going to be people are going to be throwing our daggers at you and arrows at you and then you got to be disciplined you've got to be self-disciplined to be continual to know what it is that you need to do without anybody trying to direct you you've got to be you've got to have that wherewithal to do the right thing in spite of the situation where even if, like I was telling you about the host that I was telling you, nobody could tell him that he had to do that. Mm-hmm. Nobody could, no, I mean, all, they, I mean, it was interesting because as he was explaining it on his podcast, because I was listening to it, he was like the, the, the mediator between the two, the customer and the, and, the, and the client or the customer and the business had no, nothing to stand on. It was like, this is what the customer said. I'm telling you what the customer said. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, well, what are you going to do? And, and basically, after a time, he made the decision that was sufficed everybody. Good for him. I could, I told him, I said, you made a stand that will dumbfound people. Yeah. Dumbfound them. But that's love. That's what love does. That's the courageous part. That's, that's caring. That's, that's what love does. And then love is tenacious. tenacious. It just doesn't give up. It just doesn't give up. It's continual. It's ongoing. Those are some of the, the um, attitudes and the characteristics of, of love that are in the book. I sum them up in different chapters in the book, but they're all, and there's others in there also, but it's, it's about a new attitude of being able to see things differently choosing to see things different because as soon as you change your perspective on things things change it's amazing how when we can get a different perspective on uh, a situation even just you know if we're in the middle of a turmoil and a crisis if we could just take a step back and get a new perspective on it the whole situation can change just that quickly and it's within your abilities you have the capacity and the capability of changing the circumstances just that quickly with a different perspective and it's, it's amazing all about what for me it's you know what will bring me joy what will bring me love what will bring me happiness and if it doesn't bring me those things, then I know I'm not on the right path. Again, 
Uh, it's, it's love made simple, the guide to inner peace, yeah. contentment, and success. That success is that peace. One of the parts of it is that ability to have that clarity in your mind, that clarity to be able to handle situations and circumstances. It's that place where there's no confusion. That's mm -hmm. success. And then to be content with who you are and where you are, being able to operate and function within who you are and where you are. Mm -hmm. And then to have your needs met based on those skills and abilities that you have that can allow you to have that content. You know, it's that ability that you measure all of those things that are happening with, and that's what you're after. What do I have to do to maintain this kind of success, this kind of peace? Mm -hmm. See, it's not in gaining a thing because that thing will, you know, you'll no longer like that thing after a while. But your mind, that state that you're in, how can I maintain that peace, that joy? It's internal. Mm -hmm. it's not external it's nothing everything I'm, nothing that i'm talking about is external all we do is take the external and adjust the internal so that we can maintain that peace that we have and it, it's a, it, like you said earlier it's a, it's a choice you can be in one of the worst financial situations or you know the worst what you think of as the worst situation of your life and even by just choosing joy or just choosing love, it can change your perspective and your outlook and you can still whistle and you can still smile and you can still exercise the attitude. Yeah. The attitude will bring the action. That will bring the actions. Mm -hmm. If you change attitude, you'll look, your attitude will dictate your, the way you will respond. Very true. It's and it's also about system. having it's also about having grace for people too, and allowing people to be exactly where they're at at that particular moment, and allowing them to. That's again, we go back to that chameleon. Yeah, we're willing to sacrifice, sacrifice where we are, so that we can move and allow to success together. We can succeed together. If I want to help a person who's down, I can't kick them. And, and I have to allow, and I have to meet them there so that we can move ahead together. That's what it means to help. I was just thinking of, um, you know, an incident where I was at a stoplight and the light, I didn't go as soon as the light turned green. And the guy behind me was just laying on the horn and just laying on the horn. And, you know, instead of me getting upset and doing some hand gestures myself or whatever, I just went about, you know, went about my day and just kept going. And he swerved on beside me and just took off. And I just sent him a blessing. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. Absolutely. obviously he was, he was having a bad day and it had nothing to do with me. And unfortunately, uh, I think we would like to say it was a bad day, but that's just an indication of a bad life. And unfortunately, and that's the whole point. We allow situations to dictate to us our lives. Our, our, you know, that's it's day by day, situation by situation. Can we maintain? Mm -hmm. Can we have that ability to keep that peace? See, so a lot of things build up and then they explode. Mm -hmm. And what you saw on that case was the explosion. Mm -hmm. But stuff is building up, it's building up. It's building up. I mean, it's sort of like, you know, I can relate um, just in the fact of, you know, just getting to work on time. I can get to work on time in 30 minutes and I can get to work in 45 minutes on time. But the fact of the matter is, is that I have to make some decisions as to what it's going to, what I'm going to have to put up with if I try to get to work in 35 minutes or 30 minutes and it normally takes 40 minutes, 45 minutes. See, because now the same people that get in front of me doing, you know, five miles an hour and I only got 30 minutes to get to work, I'm a little bit upset now. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. But if I got 45, I give myself 45 minutes to get to work. That person going five miles not ain't big of a deal. Yep. But it's not a big deal. But see now, who put themselves in this situation? <laughs> I did. Okay. I know it takes 45 minutes to get to work, but I can get there in 30 minutes. Yeah. But 45 minutes is how long it takes me to get to work. So we put ourselves in situations that allow things to happen to us that we could have avoided in many cases. But again, that's, that's again, what do we want to do to, we really quickly and easily jeopardize our peace for some, uh, something else. Because if I want to drive to work with peace, I'm leaving 45 minutes before I go to, you know, 45 minutes before I got to be at work. But if I'm running out the door and I got to be there in 30 minutes, and my peace is nowhere near where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And anybody that get in front of me uh, that's not doing what I'm doing, it's not going to be particularly nice. So that's what, that's, those, those are those day-by-day, situation-by-situation. We can begin to avoid some of those situations if we begin to understand that what we want to keep is peace. We want to keep our peace instead of, I don't want something else more than I want my peace. And so I then begin to make decisions that allow me to maintain my peace at all costs, okay? So I'm gonna be putting myself in positions that will allow myself to maintain peace. Now, life is a trick, you know? You don't always get to, <laughs> to dictate to that. But the fact of the matter is, is that we have plenty, we have uh, enough influence on life that in any cases we can we can keep ourselves we can maintain our peace without jeopardizing it ourselves Hmm. well that leads to another question here you know what dictates the way we see challenges in life then attitude again the way the way we the way we see challenges you -hmm. know they're they're interesting we we see challenges based on how we view life, how we view life. Because then the thing about it is, is that there, we, all have this, we all have the same needs. And then we decide to compare ourselves with others as they or someone else gains other things. And then we begin to see challenges because those things aren't ours. We don't have access to those. We, those, those are not our things. Again, mm-hmm. we talk about contentment, contentment within our abilities, those things that we have control of. See, when I begin to reach over beyond who I am and what I have, see, then I'm going to be, I'm going to bring some challenges in because now I can't sustain something that's not mine, that's not within my will will. That's not mine. But that takes, again, an attitude. It takes an attitude of understanding that, you know, we've got to prepare before we go out there and get, mm-hmm. before we go out there and, and, and give what it is we have. And, and a lot of people don't necessarily see um, the preparation or go through the process to prepare before they go out into the world. And the world is not kind. And that's yeah. one of the things that I share um, with the, in the program is that life will make decisions for you if you don't make them for yourself. Sometimes Um, not making a decision is actually making a decision. It's exactly making a decision because the fact of the matter is is that life is moving. It It doesn't stand still. It's moving. And whether or not you are preparing to move with it, it's up to you. Yep. But it's going to drag you along whether or not you, you make <laughs> the decisions that you want to make or not. Because mm-hmm. I, time is that one element in, in life that you can't redo. You get no second chances in time. Mm-hmm. It's right now, and how will you use it? Yep. You, don't, you don't use it properly, or you don't use it to advance some goals that you've set for yourself, some things that can enhance humanity, it'll drag you along and not think twice about you. The choices and actions we take in the moment affect everything in the future. You summed it up beautifully. You summed it up. You know what? 
That's the attitude that we need to understand. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, how can people find your book? Where can they find it at? Love Made Simple. Well, you can go to my website and you get an ebook, right? Go to wanleetheauthor.com and you can get the ebook. Or when you're there, you can go over to Amazon and you can pick up the paperback at the Amazon. Also, you can reach out to me and send me an email and I have a newsletter that you can also, uh, I'll send out to you. If you just send me an email to uh, info at wanleetheauthor.com and I'll send you my newsletter we can send that out to you. But I'm also just to let you know, I am a founding director of a nonprofit and it's called Clear Journey. And it's based on the premise and the concepts of Love Made Simple because it's about the attitudes and education of young adults and teenagers. Um, so all of the proceeds from buying the book and things go to that organization, it's called Clear Journey. And I'm also going to be creating a course that will be out shortly. So if anyone's interested in getting, you know, a little bit more of a clarity to love make simple and the attitudes for a love, just send you send me an email and I'll keep you in the loop. Um, and I will be sending. I hopefully we'll have this program ready and available. This is uh, September, October, maybe. Yeah, and also you just want to spend time with me just say hey just give me an hour that we can make we can have a little zoom one-on-one -on -one. perfect can people find you on facebook and linkedin yeah i'm on I'm, I'm, I'm on facebook at one lee one lee author on facebook on ig at one lee author and i'm on twitter at love made simple and i and then uh linkedin by all means uh connect with me on linkedin uh, Juan Lee. Well, Juan, uh, one other question that I ask all okay. of my guests. If you had the opportunity to sit with someone on the park bench, whether it be dead or alive, and have a conversation for an hour, who would it be and what would you talk about? Wow. That, that's so great. Huh? They could be dead or alive. But... Well, I'm, gonna, I'm going to be very transparent with you. My mother died when I was six years old. I would really like to have spent more time with her. And I think a lot of what I have that I want to give comes from her. And I would really would have liked to have grown to know her. And so if I could just have an hour, I would really appreciate it. I would really like that. Oh, I bet she would love that too. Yeah. I got chills as you brought her up. Yeah. I mean, I was six years old when she passed. It took me probably 11 or 12 years that it hit me. But even going on in my life, though, even to get to this point in time in my life, and I wonder, you know, ah, I just, I just would have liked to have had more time with it. Mm -hmm. just to understand that you know she and I are one in the sense that I'm 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 still I'm sharing her today and that's you know I'm I'm okay with just that but I mean if I had that choice I'd really like to spend an hour with her do you think she's impacted your role in finding love in your life? Without a doubt, without a doubt. She's guiding you. It's basically understanding the power of the investment. Yeah. She, was only, she was only 37 when she passed. And so it just doesn't, it just goes to show the impact of a life that poured into humanity. It's, it's lived on, you know, this year, she's been, she's been gone 50 years. And she's still impacting, having an impact. 
whenever I get an opportunity, I share this. This is this is only the second time that I've on a, I've had interviewed and have shared this from that perspective, from the heart, so to speak. But yeah, whenever I get an opportunity to share the fact that she's had a, a tremendous impact on on what I've done in spite of my challenges. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. Thank well, you. Lund, thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing your stories of love and how um, love has moved you in your life. And we, if do you have anything else you'd like to share with the listeners or? I, I, here's the thing. It's the most difficult, most fulfilling thing that you will ever do is to love. Just understand that and just desire to want to love. It will never fail you. You are very inspiring. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot for having me. <laughs> You've moved me. <laughs> <laughs> one at a time. You know, one at a time. <laughs> one at a time. That's right. Be encouraged. Yeah. You have all that is necessary, sufficient, and we need you. I need you. We need each other. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Butterfly Kisses, a journey of spiritual transformation. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe by hitting the subscribe button. This way you won't miss it when a new episode is released. Also join me on the Facebook page at Butterfly Kisses Podcast. Here we can continue the conversations we've been discussing on these podcasts, and you can also ask questions of our guests as well. Also, if you're interested in learning more about Akashic Record readings, you can schedule a free 15-minute consultation with me on the Facebook page, or you can do so by visiting my website at amygraycunningham.com. Again, thank you, and remember, always spread your gorgeous wings, my friend, and fly. Until next time, see ya.